Blog Talk Radio. author of Shidoshi, The Four Ways of the Corpse, and The Five Principles of Everything, Getting My Facts Straight, from Justin Ray Harvey. This is Stan Bush. I sing Fight to Survive in the movie Bloodsport. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Hi, this is Tony Luke Jr., a.k.a. Joey the Nail Nardone, and you're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Hey, everyone, it's Rick Reiser from Today's Hit Music, 103 CIR in Beckley, West Virginia. You're listening to my boy Justin Ray Harvey on J. Ray Radio. Hi, I'm Tony Luke Jr., also known as Joey the Nail. Please follow my friend, Justin Ray Harvey, on Facebook, Twitter, and Skype. His tag is at Justin Harvey. He's a great guy. I follow him, and I know you'll enjoy following him, too. Hi, this is Peter Mahoney, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Nuance Communications. I'm also known as the Dragon Dictator. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. To reach Justin Harvey's studio line, please call 818-532-9762. Hi, this is Raven Kane, the co-founder of Pain, Progressive Action, Immediate Neutralization, and the singer-songwriter for the new record called Six String Revolver. You're listening to my good friend Justin Ray Harvey. He's a fellow martial artist and a good man. And if you even consider turning the show off, I'll come through this internet connection and choke your ass out. Yes, we are live on J. Ray Radio. I am your host, Justin Ray Harvey. And, folks, I hope that you are ready to talk Dragon because that will be our subject uh, for this evening's topic. And without further ado, let me bring on our special guest, Senior Vice President of Nuance, legendary Peter Mahoney. Hey, Justin. I sure am. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you. Uh, I wanted to um, say a special thank you for the uh, intro that you made and the the time that you've taken out of your enormous busy schedule just to be on my show. Well, absolutely. This is uh, you kidding with with your following with this great show and listening to those promos. It's uh, it's obvious that this is the place to be, and uh, and I'm thrilled to be a guest on on this uh, very impressive show you run here, Justin. Thank you, Peter. And I, I got to say that I've been wanting to talk to you for many years. That you are actually you are actually one of my heroes, Peter. So this is like. This is like a dream coming true for me to have you on this show. So, well, well, great. It's very nice of you to say, and I'm excited to be here. Love to talk drag. So, 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, I guess I would like to start with, like, okay, I've used used Dragon for several years. I started out with Dragon 10. Now that I've moved to... Now that I've moved to a Mac, I'm on Dragon Dictation 3, which is the uh, newer release that y'all have made. Uh, I guess where I want to start is, why did you make two different applications, and how did Dragon Dictation come about, and what's its history? Well, that's a it's a great question. It's 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 kind of a it's a long story. So let me try and give you the short one, and you can ask follow up questions if it's uh, if you're interested. Uh, but Dragon, naturally speaking, has been around for a long time. It's been around for uh, gee, since uh, I think 1997 uh, was the first time that we uh, we shipped Dragon, naturally speaking. Uh, and at the time, it was actually provided by a different company. Uh, the company was called Dragon Systems. Uh, that company ended up getting sold uh, to a Belgian company uh, called Learnout and Housby, and then that company went bankrupt. When that company went bankrupt, uh, Nuance, at the time we were known as a different company, but uh, Nuance acquired the assets of uh, of uh, Learnout and Housby, including Dragon. Uh, and uh, we've been advancing the product since then. That's since about the year 2000. So now we're going on about uh, 13 years of working with Dragon, uh, and we've invested hundreds of millions of dollars into the development of of this software. And what happened was, at the time, we always had a Windows version of the product, uh, and uh, we didn't make a Mac version because for a long time, uh, the the market for, for Macs just wasn't big enough to justify the investment because it's really expensive to build a product like this. It turned out that there was a there was a small company called Mac Speech uh, that made a Mac product. They had a product called iListen, uh, and it used a different speech engine uh, that wasn't working that well for them. So uh, we licensed our technology to that company, Mac Speech, uh, back probably about five five six years ago now. Uh, and and they built an application on top of it. Uh, then I turned around and, and bought that company. So we bought the company Max Speech. They had a completely different uh, app on top of it because it was built to work on the Mac versus a Windows app. Uh, so as a native Mac app, it was just worked a lot differently. Uh, and then we've evolved it and, and tried to get it closer and closer to Dragon, naturally speaking. But they'll always be different just because the operating systems are so different. Yeah, and it, it's it. I guess what you're trying to say is the uh, the challenge to get the two uh, exactly identical is by near impossible. Well, it's certainly if you think about it, the uh, the the Mac OS just behaves a lot differently from Windows, uh, and uh-huh. so certainly some of the commands that you do and some of the ways that you navigate around the operating system are just different. Uh, but what we've tried to do is get a lot of the capabilities, a lot of the core commands, and get those to be as close as possible to the uh, to the Windows version of the software. The other thing to keep in mind is that we spent about a decade working on new features and new capabilities of the Windows product 
uh, before the Mac one became available. So it takes time to develop those things and move the features over. Uh, and uh, so it'll it'll get closer and closer over time, but I don't think they'll ever be completely identical. Uh, but one of the advantages of using your voice, of course, is that you should be able to use your voice in a way that really is independent from the way things look on the screen. Uh, so eventually we're going to get a lot closer between the two products. Oh, oh yeah, and um, i, I got to say that uh, Dra Dragon Dictate, I use it, I use it 100% of the time when I'm on the computer, folks. It's like if if I didn't have Dragon, I would be sitting here typing with one finger for several several hours, and it's just it it really it really you know would be agonizing to me. And if if I'm thinking correctly, Peter, when you first developed the product, weren't you trying to weren't your tar target audience? Uh, uh, disabled people at first? Well, if you look at it, it's changed over the years, uh, Justin. And in the beginning, the first users of Dragon were people who had disabilities. Uh, and mm -hmm. the, the original developers built the first version. In fact, the first version, you, I don't know if you knew this, you needed a separate computer. So you actually needed two computers to run Dragon. And back then, and this was in the late 90s, not only did you need two computers, but the software alone cost $10,000. So it really was was very, very limited in its availability to the people who needed it the most uh, because it was very specialized and they had to, you know, the people who originally developed it had to get their money back for hiring all those people to develop the software. And what's really helped move it along is uh, making it a more mainstream products, so the next set of people that used it were really doctors and lawyers, and those were the people who typed the most and or who had to create as much uh, text as possible, but they also were used to doing uh, dictation because that's just the way that they work. Uh, and then over the years, we've expanded and broadened it to more and more audiences, and we've tried to continue to add features that support the uh, the assistive community as much as possible because they're, of course, the people who are the, the first users of, of Dragon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious, Peter, while I have you on here, where where would you like to see, where would you like to see Dragon in the next, let's say, for example, the next 10 years? Well, I think there are a few things that we always focus on and then there's some new things. So, we always want to make it more accurate, and it's really, really accurate now, as you know, Justin, but we can always make it better, and, and we continue to work on that. Um, we also want to make it as uh, as easy for people to use and as forgiving as possible. Uh, so one of the most powerful capabilities of Dragon, of course, is the ability to navigate your entire, your entire computer with your voice. Uh, so, of course, most people know that you can talk and it can it can do your typing for you, but the ability to actually completely control your computer with your voice is a really powerful concept, uh, and and that's still a little bit too hard in my mind. So we work pretty hard to make it easier and easier, and, and in fact, some of the work that we're focused on is uh, leveraging something we call natural language processing. Uh, which is the ability for software to understand the meaning behind what you say. And if we understand the meaning of what you say, then we can be much more flexible 
around the kinds of commands and things you ask for. So it can be more like a like a personal assistant uh, than uh, than than like something that needs just very specific commands. So those are some of the things that we we think are really important for to to make this the full power of the technology available to more and more people. Well, and uh, I I I understand you guys are wrapping your hands into everything like. For example, um, speech recognition Dragon is going to be in, available in cars and vehicles and and all this stuff. I mean, did you guys really expect this product to really take off like it has? Uh, well, we we're, we've we've been pretty pleased by it. It's been our plan, of course, for for a long time. And I'm not sure how many people know Justin, but you know, we started out in uh, on computers because they have pretty uh, high-end processors, and they're capable of handling a lot of the complex uh, computations that are required for speech recognition to happen. Uh, and as more of these consumer electronics have gotten more and more powerful, we could put this technology in more places. But the big thing that made the, such a huge difference was uh, when we took Dragon and put it in the cloud and made it a, a cloud capability, uh, because that's what allows us to take mobile phones and things that might have slower processors, as an example, and allow them to have all the features and all the capability that you might have on a powerful computer. And since we've done that, you now see Dragon not only on your PC and your Mac, on, on smartphones, on tablets, on book readers, uh, and in cars, and, and even in televisions. Uh, and so all these different applications, and you'll see it in pretty much any kind of uh, any kind of consumer electronics, anything that's connected to the cloud, uh, you'll be able to talk to over time. Wow! And um, I've actually I've actually seen comments on Facebook and Twitter that uh, you know people people love the Dragon Dictation iPhone app. It's free. It's for, and I think it's for the Android too. Correct. Yeah, there's a version on Android that's really cool called Dragon Mobile Assistant, uh, and and it's it's really it's different from Dragon Dictation. We we came up with Dragon Dictation, and uh, I think if I remember correctly, it was about uh, it was about 2009 that we came out with Dragon Dictation. Might have been a little earlier. I'll have to look back at my records. Uh, and that was a very basic capability. It allowed you to take at the time it was an iPhone app that allowed you to, to dictate into your iPhone and convert it to text. And, and people saw that and thought it was magic because you couldn't do that on a smartphone before we brought Dragon there. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, uh, these days iPhones are pretty smart and have lots of capabilities, including the, um, the Siri application, of course. It's available on new, uh, new iPhones, so you can do an awful lot with that. In the Android world, though, they didn't quite have the same kind of capability. We built an app called Dragon Mobile Assistant uh, that allows you to uh, get really that kind of personal assistant capability uh, with uh, with your voice on an Android device, uh, and it's it's really smart. In fact, one of the things, one of my favorite things about it is it's got something we call a wake up word. That means you don't even have to touch your device. So you can just have it sitting there, and all you got to do is say, "Hey, dragon," and it will beep and say, "How can I help you?" And you you can do everything from send a text or post to Facebook to search for something, uh, and and even 
have it tell you what's on your calendar coming up. Um, so it's a, it's a really powerful thing, and one of the reasons I like it is not only is it handy for people who may be driving and, and don't want to take their hands off the wheel, but for the uh, for the assistive technology audience, it allows people, including uh, people who have no use of um, no mobility at all, can actually access some of this really powerful capability. Wow, I I would actually like to see like Dragon Dictation the desktop version kind of do like an automated voice and you can say dragon tell me a joke and you know <laughs> that's right well we're working on you know? that believe it or not you'll you'll see that uh that kind of capability uh in uh in the future on on pcs and macs more capability like that well and like um i i also had a suggestion for you guys as well um, sure i know that I know that you guys have have people reading, like to train it, like for five minutes or what what have you. But uh, there are some people out there that uh, cannot read and talk in a natural voice. So what I thought would be cool as a cool feature is like have Dragon physically ask you questions, and then you simply just respond. And as you respond, it's it's training to your voice. Well, that's a great idea. I, I I think that makes a lot of sense. And you know, one of the things that we did, Justin, in uh, I think it was in Dragon 11, uh, we added the ability for it to do what we call special training. Uh, so what that mm-hmm. does is instead of showing up and having all the words show up on the screen to do your training, and it's about four or five minutes of reading you have to do, uh, you can basically just read as much as you can, as whatever pace you can, as many pauses that you want, and it will be really forgiving. And just take any audio that you have, and it will train itself based on that. Um, but I think wow. your idea is even better uh, because what that does is the, the problem with the way we do it today is that especially some people have uh, have difficulty either reading because they might have low vision uh, or they just need they need too much help, and this way that people could do it, I think, a lot more independently. So I I, I really like your idea, and I'll I'll uh, feed that into the product designers. Yeah, yeah, because I I've thought about it for years because I'm actually legally blind, and uh, I can read and stuff, but to have to read and then speak it, it like it's more challenging for me as a person. And you, when you train it, you want to be as natural as possible. And I thought, hey, why not answer questions from Dragon, you know, like an interactive type thing, you know, like Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So, so yeah. Um, also, I was reading some comments on Facebook and Twitter. I've I've seen that uh, a lot of people love the Dragon Dictation app, but they're like, you know. Will we ever get a full-blown version of Dragon Dictation, like the program on the iPad itself, or would that be too difficult to do, or it's, you know, an application? Well, here's the difference. The the, the difference is that if, uh, think iOS, which is the operating system that that Apple has developed for iPads and iPhones, isn't really as accessible and open uh, to third-party programs uh, as things like Windows and and even the Mac OS is. Um, mm-hmm. So it it isn't 
as a developer, all the capabilities we need are not available to us. Uh, and, and, and Apple does that for, for a reason, of course. They want to make sure that the operating system is really secure, which it is, uh, and not susceptible to viruses, et cetera. Uh, and they want to make sure that they get a, a really, uh, really great positive user experience. So part of the trade-off is that it's just a little bit more restrictive as a developer what you can do. So at this point, we can't do it. So we don't know what's going to happen with iOS in the future and whether we'd get more access to the capability. Uh, but for, for today, for the way that iOS works today, we really couldn't do a lot of the things that you can do uh, on the Mac uh, or on Windows at this point. Wow. And, and I'd like to say, Peter, that you know, out of all the companies that I've dealt with in my lifetime, Nuance is the nicest company I've ever had the pleasure of calling or talking to. I mean, you guys are just so pleasant, you know. Uh, well, that's great it's to hear. Yeah, we we try really hard. It's uh, it, it's a little tricky, of course. We've got, uh, of course, millions of people who use our our technology, and like any big company, sometimes it's uh, it's hard to find the right person. Uh, but we do try hard, and and certainly if uh, if there are people who are trying to to reach us and have questions, we try our best to to answer them. So I'm glad you've had a good experience. But it's something that I personally spend a lot of time on because I know we need to continue to make that better. Uh, especially mm -hmm. as we get bigger, it's it's tough to keep up with the with the demands and and all the questions that come in from uh, from our customers. Oh, absolutely, and and I gotta say, Peter, I I'm a fan of your um the Ask the Dictator series. Um, can we expect any any new videos in uh, in this year? Uh, yeah, that's that's a great question. That was one of my favorite things that I did for for a long time. Is and the whole idea, Justin, was when I talked to when I talked to our, our customers, I realized that a lot of people didn't know about some of the uh, some of the capabilities of the product. Uh, and I realized that what we do is we give people a, a whole bunch of documentation, but it's pretty dense. It's a little hard to read. And I personally am not good at reading documentation. I'm just not that kind of person. And I thought if we could make really short videos to show off some of the capability, then maybe some people would uh, would uh, learn a little bit more about the product and use it. So we decided to do this series of videos that are really only one or two minutes long, uh, and I did one a week, and I did it for uh, probably a, I think there are we have over 50 of them now uh, that uh, that we've created. We took a little hiatus, but uh, I, I need to get back on it, and uh, and I'll I'll definitely do the, do some more because uh, n not only did I think they were really useful, but they were actually really fun to do. I enjoyed doing them. Yeah, because Peter, they really helped me like to to learn to learn Dragon Dictation because to to me, even though it's the same program, I found it at first when I had Dragon Dictation, for me it was a it was a learning curve because you know, where there are different um different things and different sayings for Dragon Naturally Speaking, it was somewhat of a learning curve for me, but I got over that thanks to your videos. So well, well, good. Yeah, I know a lot of people. Uh, as I said, including me, I I really like to consume information that way. I think 
relatively short video clips are a great way to learn, and uh, and, and uh, we'll definitely do some more because I think it was a great way to do it. Oh, yeah, and, um, you know, in this next question, you don't have to answer it, but I, I have to ask it because I've been wanting to ask it for a long time, but uh, there there is a rumor on the Internet that, uh, that you guys actually had some involvement um, making Siri. Well... Yeah, that's that's one that I can't answer. I mean, I, I have a very specific answer I can give. I can say that we we provide some technology for some of the Apple products, but uh, but we really can't say more than that. So uh, you can uh, you you can look around the internet. You can't believe everything you read on the internet, but certainly uh, certainly people have talked about that a fair amount. But I can't add any more comment than that, Justin. Oh, that, that, that's fine, Peter, and I don't mean to put you on the spot here. I'm just trying to, you know, ask interesting questions, and I just, I just thought that that was an interesting, you know, topic, you know, because I was curious about myself. So, but, but yeah, don't always believe uh, what you see on the internet, folks, because, you know, not all, not all of it's true. So, so. But um, let's see, where else can we take this? Uh, let me think of a good question here. Oh, um, how did you how did you first get started with uh, w- with working with Dragon? What what inspired you? Well, that's a that's a great question. You know, it's uh, I'll, I'll tell you um, when I first uh, I'll, I'll tell you the first time I got involved with with uh, assistive technology was back when I was in college in the 1980s. Uh, I, I worked uh, at, at Boston College on a, uh, on a, a thesis project working on a, uh, some communications technology. It was, a, it was an input method for people who had uh, limited abil- ability to type. Uh, and, and that really inspired me to, to look into assistive technology over the time. I, I, I stepped away for it for a number of years, but then got back to invo- involved in Nuance uh, because uh, a very good friend of mine uh, who I worked with for, for years uh, worked at Nuance and, and uh, knew he was looking for someone for, uh, for a specific job. And he gave me a call and uh, said, hey, would you consider working for this company? And at the time... I guess it was about 2004. I really didn't know anything about Nuance, uh, and it was actually called ScanSoft at the time. Uh, and I looked into it and said, "Wow, this is really a, an amazing, uh, well-kept secret. Uh, I've got to learn more." I was very excited about it, and uh, and that's how I got involved. And I've been there since 2004. Uh, it's been uh, it's been an amazing place. At the time, we're about ten times bigger than we were back then, so we've grown a great deal. Uh, and uh, it's really been an amazing, uh, amazing place to work. Wow. And um, one of one of my last questions before before we wrap things up here, because I've got I've got a couple minutes left of the show, but I'm not going to keep you I'm not going to keep you long, Peter, because I know that your schedule is you know vigorous at times. Um, where did the name Dragon come from? Oh, that's a great question. So Dragon was actually originally the name of the company that made Dragon, um, and the company was called Dragon Systems. Uh, and there was a, a husband and wife. Uh, they're, they're the bakers were their name, and, uh, and 
the uh, the uh, the husband who uh, who actually was uh, was mostly involved with the technology. He actually uh, worked for IBM for years and was involved in research and speech technology. And he and his wife started the company to uh, to build a speech recognition product. Uh, and they really, uh, what I hear, uh, because I don't know them, I never got the opportunity to meet them, what I hear is that they were really interested in um, in Chinese art and artifacts, and they liked dragons. So they named the company uh, Dragon Systems. Uh, and then what they ended up originally calling the product, they called it Naturally Speaking, uh, because that's that's what it was supposed to do. So they called it Naturally Speaking, um, what we ended up doing over the years after we acquired the company is we most people knew it as Dragon over the years. So we just said, hey, if they're going to call it Dragon, let's go with the flow and, and let's call it Dragon. So we've really de-emphasized the specific uh, version name, Naturally Speaking. So if you look at the, the product, uh, it still says Naturally Speaking for the Windows product, but it's on it's in really small words because most people just know it as Dragon. Uh, and uh, we we just like the name, and that's that's why we stuck with it over the years. Yeah, it's it's an awesome name actually. Because I was curious, I was like, I wonder how they I wonder how they came up with that. Because I'm into the um, Japanese and Chinese cultures, Peter, and 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 martial arts and stuff. And I was like, maybe they got dragon from that. But I was like, I'm I'm gonna find out, you know. And uh, <laughs> and, and that, that, I, I gotta say that. Uh, I want to go ahead and um, and promote um, something that y'all do pretty much every Friday on Facebook and Twitter. Y'all do free giveaways of of dragon. It's amazing. Yeah, that's a great. We we love that program. So uh, we really encourage everybody to uh, you know to like us on Facebook, uh, and uh, and you'll find that every Friday we have a Fan Friday giveaway, and we ask usually kind of a simple usually pretty silly question and uh, and then we pick someone randomly who responded and give away a free copy of dragon so it's a it's a great way to uh to have a encourage a discussion with our customers and uh we love to get more and more people using dragon so uh thanks for pointing it out justin i think it's a it's a great way for people to uh, hear about what's what's going on in with dragon and learn more oh absolutely folks and it's it's a great birthday present, uh, Christmas gift, um, graduation gift, or just 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 a gift to say, I love you. You know, I mean, it's dragon's just that great of a gift. It's it's good for any occasion. So, I mean, that's what makes that's one of the things that makes dragons so special. So, um, before I let you go, Peter. Um, is there anything that uh, you would like to promote, or you know, promote your pages and your final your final thoughts? Or no, I think you you sent folks for our, our Facebook page, so I appreciate that. No, I just wanted to thank you, Justin. I, I know you've been a a long time uh, follower and, and fan of Dragon, and we really appreciate it, and uh, really appreciate you spreading the good word. I know you uh, you talk about Dragon a lot. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm just thrilled to be part of your show and thrilled that Dragon can help you in your life. Oh, absolutely, Peter. And I, I wanted to tell you, Peter, um, you know, don't be a stranger, Peter. And uh, if you ever need any type of um, promoting done, 
any type of promotion for Dragon or Nuance, you know, let me know, and I'll be happy to uh, I'll be happy to uh, plug it on the show. I appreciate it, Justin. And uh, thank you for your time, Peter. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll be talking again in the future. All right, sounds good. Thanks again. Have a good day. Thank you. And, folks, that was Peter Mahoney. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I know I did. I learned I learned a lot about Dragon that I didn't even know. So, But I'm going to end tonight's show with a song by my friend, Black Hawk Walters. The song is Indian Reservation. Thank you for listening to... Hey, Ray Radio. See you guys again soon. In 1830, Congress passed the Indian Removal Act. The Seminoles, Creeks, Choctaw, Chickasaw, and the Cherokee were marched to the Indian Territory of Oklahoma. Over one-fourth of our people died on this trail. To my people, it is known as the Trail of Tears. They took the whole Cherokee Nation, put us on this reservation, took away our ways of life, the tomahawk and the bow and
shirt and tie I'm still red man deep inside I'm still red man 